This is SymphonyCast from APM American Public Media. I'm Steve Seal. We're at the Ordway Center for the Performing Arts in St. Paul, Minnesota, for a concert by the St. Paul Chamber Orchestra. Featuring special guest violinist Joshua Bell, who will play his violin, of course, but also lead the orchestra in this concert. It's a program of absolute listener favorites, ever-popular symphonies from Mozart and Bizet, and in the middle, one of the most beloved of all violin concertos, the Concerto Number no. 1 by Max Brook. This is a piece I've done since I was 12 years old, and I've done it with probably 300 different conductors. And Doing it this way lets me really delve into the piece into an even deeper way, and, 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 uh, and in the rehearsals I can go after every little detail and, co- and sound color that I've always wished for. Uh, which you can't always do when you have an intermediary with this baton because you have to kind of choose your battles and you can't always run the rehearsal from the soloist position. So, so it's I just love, uh, it's taken the concertos to a whole other level for me uh, getting to do this. The Violin Concerto Number no. 1 by Max Brook is indeed a work Joshua Bell has played countless times under hundreds of different conductors. In fact, it was one of the works he played on his debut recording as a boy at the age of 19 in 1988. So what does it mean when he talks about doing it this way? He means playing the solo part and acting as conductor at the same time, as Bell has been conducting, too, for many years now. And on this concert with the St. Paul Chamber Orchestra, he'll be leading the two pieces where he won't be playing solo from the concertmaster's chair, seated among the first violins. Those two other works on the program, though, are going to be works that will likely challenge Josh to sit still, and you may find yourself in the same boat. Opening the concert, the Symphony No. 25 by Mozart, and to conclude, the infectiously bouncy Symphony No. 1 by Georges Bizet. It's a program of favorites, fun, and fantastic musicianship, and it's all just ahead. Welcome to APM's Symphony Cast. asked Joshua Bell about this program, why these works, and he pointed out that it was not just their crowd-pleasing nature, but also the fact that Mozart and Bizet were teenagers when they wrote the pieces that bookend the program, and that was kind of an interesting hook for the concert, he said. We have on this program two of the great prodigies in, in music, uh, that's Mozart and Bizet. This is this early Mozart symphony, the little G minor, as they call it, which if we didn't have the big G minor, we might have thought of it as the G minor symphony of Mozart because it's got a lot of gravitas, even though he must have been, uh, I don't know, he's certainly a teenager when he wrote this piece. Audience members who may not know all the symphonies might recognize it from the movie Amadeus. It's one of the most emotionally powerful moments of the piece where you hear the G minor, it's so stormy and powerful. Um, you don't think of a teenager writing this piece. Um, it's an incredible piece written by such a young man. And then you have the Bizet on the, the bookend, on the other end, uh, Bizet, who wrote his this symphony, the C major symphony, when he was also a teenager. I think he was 17 when he wrote that. And it's an absolute work of genius that you can see the inspiration of all those that came before him, from Mozart to definitely a lot of Mendelssohn, maybe even Schumann and others, uh, but yet it's so Bizet, so you can already hear the opera, the operatic composer that Bizet became 
and it's just a little. It's a. I wouldn't say little. It's a. It's a. It's a great second half big piece, uh, and it's a gem of a piece. So I think the Mozart and Bizet really do work very well together. And then in between, uh, we have the Bruch Concerto, which is a classic. It's one of the big five. Um, you know, along with Tchaikovsky, as Joachim, the great violinist of the 19th century, used to say, there were at his in that time. He said there are four great concertos um, for the violin, and that's Mendelssohn. Beethoven, Brahms, and Bruch. Bruch may be the least known as a name to the general public, but this piece belongs up there and is his uh, one of his, you know his great piece for the violin. It shows everything. It does. It's exciting. It's melodic. It's deep. It's, it's got everything in it, which is why it's actually one of the most popular pieces as well. So Mozart, who at 17 was practically middle-aged when he wrote this piece, he would only live until his early 30s. Coming out onto the stage now at the Ordway Center for the Performing Arts here in St. Paul, Joshua Bell to lead the St. Paul Chamber Orchestra in the Symphony Number no. 25 by Mozart on SymphonyCast.
is Symphony Number no. 25 by Mozart, often known as the Little G Minor by Mozart. The St. Paul Chamber Orchestra on stage at the Ordway Center for the Performing Arts in St. Paul, Minnesota, led from the concertmaster chair by violinist Joshua Bell. I'm Steve Seal. Josh Bell has been doing a lot of conducting in recent years. In fact, he's been music director of the Academy of St. Martin in the Fields since 2011. But it wouldn't be a Joshua Bell appearance without him standing up and playing some solo violin, and that's exactly what he's about to do next. His solo showcase in this concert, The Violin Concerto No. 1 by Max Brook. Sometimes Brook has been accused down through history of being kind of a man out of time, sort of old-fashioned for his day, and I wanted to get Josh's feelings about that take. Well, you could say the old-fashioned about a lot of composers that were accused of that in their time, from Brahms was considered old-fashioned in some ways, Bach was, you know, old-fashioned when there were other so-called innovators, although they innovated in their own ways, but still always looking to a tradition. Brooke was also, I guess, a fuddy-duddy in a sense. I mean, he lived into the 20th century, but his music is, it's not Wagner or Liszt, the people who are pushing the limits of of, uh, tonality at that time in the 19th century. I think he was, he also didn't, there aren't as many pieces you know, symphonic works that people know, chamber music, there are some, and there are some other gems, some that we don't hear so often. But uh, some people refer to, you know, the Brook Concerto as his one hit, the one hit wonder. That's not really true. I mean, the the Scottish Fantasy, which I recorded rather recently with the Academy, along with the Brook G minor, Scottish Fantasy is one of my favorite pieces uh, written for the instrument, um, and uh, Col Nidre, and many other pieces. So, so um yeah, I think he was a he was a great composer. The funny thing about Boxbrook being so well known for those two works in particular, his violin concerto number no. one and his Scottish fantasy, is that this very fact actually greatly annoyed Brook himself in his lifetime. He would say to audiences and even violinists, "I have written other pieces, you know." In fact, he wrote two other violin concertos that aren't played nearly as often as his first. Performers since the beginning have insisted on returning to this one, but as Joshua Bell just said, there's a reason for that. It's an almost perfect piece of music. Here he comes out onto the stage of the Ordway Center for the Arts, violinist Joshua Bell, to perform with the St. Paul Chamber Orchestra, the Violin Concerto No. 1 by Max Brook, here on SymphonyCast. Thank you. 
Violinist Joshua Bell performing with the St. Paul Chamber Orchestra, the violin concerto number one by Max Brook, and this St. Paul audience letting him know how much they enjoyed his play. They were on their feet quickly there. The Brook first concerto was a piece Josh Bell said he has performed since he was 12, and with over 300 different conductors. It was one of the works on his debut CD back in 1988 when he was a teenager. In this performance, he acted as soloist and conductor of the SPCO. Josh has been doing a lot of conducting in recent years, 
especially with the Academy of St. Martin in the Fields, which he has led as its artistic director since 2011. And the love for Joshua Bell and this marvelous orchestra continues after that terrific performance. I'm Steve Seal. We're at the Ordway Center for the Performing Arts in St. Paul this week on SymphonyCast. When we return, Joshua Bell takes his seat in the concertmaster's chair once again, as he did at the beginning of the program, to lead the St. Paul Chamber Orchestra in the Symphony No. 1 by Georges Bizet. That's coming up next on APM's SymphonyCast. Welcome back to SymphonyCast. I'm Steve Seal. We're at the Ordway Center for the Performing Arts in St. Paul, Minnesota, for this concert by the St. Paul Chamber Orchestra, led by violinist and conductor Joshua Bell. Josh Bell is such a superstar violinist and had been for most of his life that you could be forgiven for missing just how significant of a conductor he's become as well. Josh has been the music director of the Academy of St. Martin in the Fields in England for going on 12 years now. He is only the second full-time music director the Academy has ever had since its founding in 1959. The great esteemed conductor Sir Neville Mariner was its leader for most of its life. Joshua Bell took over as full-time conductor and music director back in 2011 when Sir Neville had eased back basically into a conductor emeritus role. Other high-profile musicians have been principal conductors like Iona Brown and Murray Pariah, but no one else actually music director until Josh in 2011. I wanted to talk to Josh about how he got started in conducting and what it's been like. It's something I love to do. I've been doing it with the Academy of St. Martin in the Fields for, for a very long time and actually started doing it here in, in St. Paul um, 15 or so years ago when I was an artistic partner here. I kind of got my feet wet with this sort of thing um, here in, in St. Paul. So it's really wonderful to come back uh, feeling a lot more experienced with this this way of making music and playing with the group, many of whom I remember from those old days. And I'm just having a blast. Joshua Bell on how his life as a conductor got a major start with the orchestra that he's back leading at this very concert, the St. Paul Chamber Orchestra. The final work on our program with Josh and the SBCO comes from Georges Bizet. Again, both of the works which are bookending our concert, Mozart's Symphony No. 25 and Bizet's Symphony No. 1, are the works of teenagers. Mozart was 17 and Bizet was 18 when he wrote this next work, but very different circumstances for each fellow. Mozart at 17 had in some ways 
peaked in his fame in his native Salzburg, Austria, he was having to venture out to other places to find appreciative audiences, and so the likes of Prague and Paris would be among the places that he would go to find commissions and fame. For Bizet, he was still a student when he wrote his Symphony No. 1, and as such, he saw this work as not even worthy of publishing or sharing with the public. And so he didn't. He filed it away and promptly forgot about it. The only reason we know about it today is because it was discovered by scholars after Bizet's death. And once it did make it into the light of day, it was an immediate hit and has remained a big piece in the core classical repertoire to this day, if Bizet himself could only have known. Coming back out onto the stage now here at the Ordway Center for the Performing Arts in St. Paul, Joshua Bell to lead the St. Paul Chamber Orchestra in the Symphony No. 1 by Georges Bizet on SymphonyCast. Thank you. 
Joshua Bell leading the St. Paul Chamber Orchestra in the Symphony No. 1 by Georges Bizet. From the sound of things, this audience here at the Ordway Center for the Performing Arts is just about as excited by that performance as they were by Josh's solo turn earlier in the Brook Concerto. This is quite some musical synergy here that this St. Paul crowd is eating up. Joshua Bell began conducting years ago, something that many classical fans don't even know about, which again can certainly be forgiven when you're dealing with one of the biggest American superstar violinists around. He's been music director of the Academy of St. Martin in the Fields for some 12 years now. He says it's the early conducting he did here in St. Paul that first helped him get the conducting bug. This concert, though, led from the concertmaster's chair, playing with the first violins and only gesturing to the rest of the orchestra when opportune or necessary. Lots of cheers for Joshua Bell, but he's redirecting that love back at the orchestra as well, asking them to stand with him. I'm Steve Seal. The St. Paul Chamber Orchestra and violinist Joshua Bell were in the spotlight on this week's symphony cast, playing Mozart, Bruch, and Bizet. You can listen again from our website, yourclassical.org slash symphonycast. From our website, you can also download free music and like us on Facebook. That's yourclassical.org slash symphonycast. In the remaining time, we have one more performance featuring the pairing of Joshua Bell and Mozart, this time a Mozart violin concerto. Here is Joshua Bell with the English Chamber Orchestra performing Mozart's Concerto Number no. 5 on Symphonycast.
Turkish Concerto by Wolfgang Amadeus Mozart. That performance featured Joshua Bell, backed by the English Chamber Orchestra with conductor Peter Mag on Symphony Cast. You can listen to this week's show featuring the St. Paul Chamber Orchestra and violinist Joshua Bell from our website, yourclassical.org slash symphonycast. And from our website, you can also download free music and like us on Facebook. That's yourclassical.org slash symphonycast. APM's Symphonycast is produced by Daniel Nass with technical director Michael Osborne and assistance from Tinia Major. I'm Steve Seal. Join us again next time on Symphonycast. This is APM, American Public Media, sharing the power of classical music.